Hello and welcome back to Astrological Intentions. I am your host, Alex Reevy, along with the Balinese babe herself, Sandy Reevy. Salamat pagi. <laughs> Salamat pagi means good morning here in Bali. It is episode 38, and here in Bali, it is April 17th. Back home in Chicago, it is April 16th. So We're a day ahead. We'll let you know how it's going. We are coming to you from the future. <laughs> so I wanted to give you the one-two punches. We have Mercury ingress into Aries. Fresh ideas. Full moon in Libra. Second full moon of the of Libra. Sun ingress into Taurus. A slower pace. Venus ingress into Aries. Time to make moves. Sun conjunct Uranus. Everything but calm. <laughs> then we have an Our House story coming to you from the very holy springs of Bali called Turta and Pool. So stay tuned for this episode of Astrological Intentions. You got the keys You got the keys You got the keys You got the keys Hello and welcome Welcome to Bali. It is yeah. it is morning here on the 17th back home and it is the 16th. So we want to wish you all a very salamat pagi, which means good morning. Salamat pagi. Yes. Alex. <laughs> so um, I know that Sandy has been speaking to you all last week on the podcast because I was going around with my boyfriend on a scooter pretty much exploring and having some amazing adventures in the rain in the rain in the dark getting lost getting lost climbing a mountain in in the middle of the night to watch the sunrise over the clouds it was absolutely incredible and um i'm sure i'll have some more stories for you all there but let's go ahead and start in the transits. So let's talk about Mercury ingress into Aries. Really, Mercury on Wednesday the 17th, so this is uh, tomorrow in Chicago, around 1.01 a.m. So we're right at the precipice of this. That the planet of communication, Mercury, is moving into a new sign into Aries. And actually, this is gonna be a big, you know, a big track change because this Mercury has been lollygagging, really, in, <laughs> as one of my mom's in words, Pisces. in Pisces from, you know, before Valentine's Day. So for seven weeks, you know, Mercury went into Pisces, went retrograde there, you know, slow moved uh, stationing, direct in retrograde. And it's just now coming out. Right. And, you know, in Pisces, it gets where it's cloudy, it's confusing, not having a real clear direction, yet being in the visioning of things, the dreaminess, the the um, touching in on some sensitive, emotional um, parts. Right. And that's how Seeing we... visions. Yeah. yeah. That's how we were talking about that. You know, during that time is just like really explore those spiritual, mystical places of yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But now it's moving into Aries, which says, you know, things are are making tracks. They're 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 gaining they're gaining speed. Um, you, you know, your ideas, anything in communication, your words, your voice, um, to open this up and now kind of getting fired up. 
you know, where your your thoughts and ideas and you know anything that has been kind of lazy in the last, say, two months has now have more of a direction. Uh, it, it takes on new action. So, you know, don't be afraid to speak about those new ideas or things that have come up in the last two months. You know, this is where they can have fire. They can have action. And that's really interesting, too, because for me, one of my biggest intentions right now is to use my communication in a very, you know, direct, focused um and clear way. Well, at the opening ceremony yesterday here at our retreat, that was your intention. Yeah. Interesting. And, yeah. And so, you know, what I kind of equate that to is the the forging of a steel knife, you know, really getting and like pounding it down and, you know, using using forceful words at some points, but also, you know, having that direction of and having the clean cut of saying, this is what I want. I'm not going to, you know, walk around this this point too much because I, I need it to be clear and direct because that is an, an incredible way of communication. Well, and, and you know, to, to give Pisces, you know, our sun signs. Right. And, you know, my Mercury is in, in Pisces. So the fact that Mercury has been in Pisces for the last two months has allowed us to kind of like, you know, go through this whirlpool, you know, and seeing and, and touching in on a bunch of different uh, thoughts and feelings and ideas and words and knowing like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting what I want because I don't know how to directly say it. Right. I, I, I always say, and like I said, I have it natally that, you know, I beat around the bush and I'll keep telling a story around and I, and time might not allow me to get to the point of the story. Right. Um, and anybody that knows me or I speak to regularly, you know, knows this about me, but they're getting a lot of information that may or may not be important to them, but it's kind of important to me. Right. So now it's time to like that, have that direction. Let's get the arrow going. We got to move forward. Right. Yeah. So, so join me in that intention of just really speaking and using your words in a very forging, um, focused way and an intentional way. Well, and you know, and Aries is the sign of soldiering. So there's a challenge that needs to be taken here that, so, you know, when you join me, it's like I challenge, you know, challenge them, challenge you to move with you on having a directness of communication. Yes. Right. Yes. At least, at least in conversation, because here we go to the next couple days. Friday, the nineteenth, we go into the full moon at the last degree of Libra. Interesting. Yeah. Twenty-nine degrees Libra. Now this is the second full moon in Libra. We got it at zero, you know, one month ago. Right. And so here at six twelve a.m. in Chicago. Um, you know, true balance. You know, we've got the sun at the very last degree, 29 degrees of Aries, and the moon has now made its way around for opposite, you know, for full embodiment of light that, you know, check in with all of your one-on-one one -on -one relations. Right. Business partners, best friends, relate intimate, you know, husband, boyfriend. Um, because really what we're doing is we're shining that full moon light in those places. And with it being, you know, at 29 degrees of Libra, this is a very mature way of looking at relationships. Yeah, right? so what started, you know, 29 days ago 
um, that that whole month that you started at zero, the kind of that like early stage. Now you're at the more mature stage. See see how the relationship is going in this last month. Absolutely. We hear everybody coming into work now. It's, <laughs> it's like what time? Like um, eight-ish in the morning here. Right. Um, and so they're preparing our breakfast. Well, I'm, I'm going to assume that majority of our listeners don't know Indonesian, so it might just be a murmuring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, what, what, did, what did you want? You know, what did you intend? Look at this. Now, you know, a full moon is when the, the, the sun is reflected completely on the moon. The moon is our emotions. The moon is our feelings. You know, we might want it to hide. And yet, it's it's all it's in full view. So it's a time of sometimes hopelessness, a time where you feel like, oh my gosh, now I can see what I don't have, but yet now I can see what needs repair. Mm. So in order to be more Libra, more peace and harm, harmonious with our one-on-ones. So you know, it kind of can work well if we've got this planet of communication, Mercury and Aries saying, this is what I want, this is what I want. You know, how can we work together for my needs, my wants, my desires with what you, because if it takes two people to have a relationship. Right. So if you're each honest and claiming what it is, you know, in that Mercury Aries, if you're each claiming, come to the, that fulcrum, to that middle point and say, how can we repair this to become closer and, you know, more of that, that, that balance because Libra is the sign of balance. Absolutely, man. <laughs> That's right? incredible. I also call. Um, I also want you to go back to that October 2018, the last time we had the new moon in Libra. You know what did you know what did you set? You know, always an in, a time to set intentions is at the new moon. Right. And we had that October 9th, 2018. We had that new moon in Libra. It's six months later when we get the. The, the sun is on the opposite side, shining the light. It's a six-month kind of manifestation. Wow. What, what is here now that you might have set six months ago that you now need to adjust? Yeah, that's so interesting. I mean, I, I know what <laughs> mine is. <laughs> well, I didn't even say this earlier when I was doing oh know, my goodness. This, this writing. This is crazy. It's like, you know, there's adjustment here. It's repair yeah. time. Yeah. And that's, you know, interesting. So here we go. Let's move on. Okay. Saturday, the 20th, we have the sun moving into Taurus. Happy solar return, you Taurus babies. Yeah, happy birthday, Tauruses. Yeah, that happens at 3.55 a.m. in Chicago. And certainly, the sun moving from the speedy sign, the action-packed sign of, of Aries, now moves into the fixed earth sign of Taurus, really allows for a more steady, slower pace month. So it's where, you know, if, you know we get that Aries time is when the spring is starting and we get, you know, some blossoms of little bulbs coming up. We see, we see green, you know, we see new life coming in and now Taurus is now continuing that new life. It's a, it's a growth period. And so, you know, the earth fixed sign wants tangible results. Right. 
And it also wants to, you know, feel secure as well, right? Taurus, right. Taurus is the is the bull that wants to have like, you know, four hooves in the ground, feeling very comfortable, very pleasant, um, stable, and exactly where it stands. Really interesting. Here, I went to a cremation um, a couple, well, about a week ago, a Balinese cremation. And they're very sacred here, and I was invited, and I had to dress traditional and proper attire. Our group has been invited to the royal cremation that's coming up on Monday, where the whole town will close. The streets will be closed off. We will have to walk to the palace and then walk from the palace to the cemetery and watch the cremation. Right. And they do this in with a bull. It's this big oh, handmade. That's right. The the community, the banjar, uh, creates this this huge it's almost like a paper mache statue yeah. that's covered in red fabric. Right. And it's a bull. And we will know, uh, they don't know if, who it is, if it's a male or a female that has passed away. They don't know what part of the royal family has passed. Um, they don't know the age, but we will see that in the bull. If the bull has a, a you know, a phallic, a, a phallic, phallic a symbol, piece. we will know it's a man. And usually the picture of the deceased is on the back of the, the parade tower, which ends up being burned along with the cow where they have now put the the body. And so it's a hours long process. So um, anybody in the so group excited. anybody yeah. in the group that wants to go, this is an uh, we made this an optional, but it's quite uh, spectacular. I mean in in death if you will that uh, we get to help the soul, the spirit rise from the earth and go through their traditional ceremony. So I'm hoping um, that a majority of the girls want to go. It's it's going to be a walk, and that's yeah. also going to you know be a very interesting way of bringing in the sun ingressing into Taurus. Right, <laughs> watching this um, kind of burn. So right. yeah. Anyway, it's a slower pace month. Um, we have Venus moving into Aries. Aries. I'm happy about that. I have Venus in Aries natally, so it is. You're going to get us a, a Venus return. Yeah. Yep. And this happens in Chicago on the 20th, just after the, the, the sun, right after the sun leaves Aries and goes into its next sign, Taurus, just hours later, maybe nine hours later at 11, 11 a.m., Venus moves out of Pisces, where she really loves being. She loves being in, she's exalted in Pisces, but now she's moving into Aries. So again, this has this making moves. Uh, she's joining the messenger, uh, Mercury into Aries, so there's more of an action-packed here. So, um, you know, Venus, love, beauty, money, it's taking now direct action. So now our thoughts, you know, Mercury, our thoughts, our words, our, our, our ideas are aligned with, because we'll get the conjunction of the two, two right. attendants. <laughs> yeah. The two attendants to the sun are joining up in force, again, on a direct path, not in, neither one of them are in retrograde this time. So, you know, what do you love? Move it forward. Speak about it. Remember, all balance, all balance, because now we have the sun in Taurus, which is ruled by Venus. So it's taking action right now. Yeah. I like it's that. It's a big week. Making cool. moves. Making, Making moves. moves. I like that. <clears throat> then on Monday, wow, the 22nd, at 6.05 Chicago time, we, we have, have... the sun conjunct Uranus. Now... Every, everything, anything, it all 
that is not calm. So just as the sun in Taurus is saying, okay, here we go, we're going to take slower, more reliable steps forward, Uranus goes, uh-uh, shake it up, shake it up. But really, I advise here to be different, to, to have build new patterns, build new, new forge new paths. Uh, these still can be, can be uh, less chaotic. They can still be grounded. But you are moving in new path that hasn't been tread before. Um, it's an exciting day with many twists and turns. Remember, Uranus is the rebel. Uh, Sun wants to be the leader. So, you know, you're going you're gonna to want to do lead through, through awakening ways, through rebellious ways, through, through taking new, new, new ideas and, and moving. And, of course, this is a whole week of new ideas. Right. Moving forward on something that you know that it is you want to achieve. So, but Uranus says for the community, Uranus says for the betterment of all, not just your, yourself. Sun wants to say, um, you know, for the betterment of myself. But Uranus is saying for the betterment of all. So there might be some little, the dichotomy of I'm going to do it myself. And Uranus says, uh, hey, what about me? And also and create change for, for others as well. Yeah. Don't just focus solely on, you know, selfish endeavors. Think about, you know, humanitarian efforts as well. It can be messy. I know you use that word. You know, things can get messy, but, you know, let's unpack. That's, um, you, should see our, you should see our suitcases right now. Because we, we, we arrived at our, our fourth location here, and immediately the other day our, our retreat started, and we didn't even have time to kind of unpack the dirty laundry versus the clean laundry versus our, our you know, retreat clothes. We right. have specific retreat clothes. And, you know, opening ceremony, goddess gown, and, and it was just... So it, we have, you have to unpack some things in order to put things into order. And so that's what's going on right now. So allow the, the chaos. Allow the messy. You get to see what you no longer want. What is dirty? What just what has holes in it? What no longer serves? What is used up? You know, see the change. Be your change, right? The fact that this self, family, community, I can't, I can't push enough the the importance of community here in Bali. Yeah. Um, they each community, which is called the Banj Banjar, have like they spe they have special dress. I know, you know, Booty, one of our beloved drivers and friends and is taking us around here in Bali along with Koman. He's a he's the youth community director. Right. <laughs> and he's a great one as well. And it's so important to, from a young age, to be a leader in this community because it's all about, like, when we when you go to the cremation, I know you were... You were climbing a mountain the day of the cremation, so I was the only the only non-Balinese at the cremation, and there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Now there'll probably be tens of thousands at the royalty because they're coming from all over the island. Right. Um, but you know, I I didn't feel different, even though I looked different. Nobody treated me different. I was there in 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 respect and honor of a passing. You know, my dad just passing away that I was bringing my own dad's quickness to spirit, you know, the move from this earthly plane into this um, other other plane, mm -hmm. which, you know, is a swift passage, yeah. you know, without fear. So, um, you know, can't 
talk about the community level here of helping other people that they have in Bali. So, you know, we're all adjusting. The Bali, the the our, our retreaters are kind right. of just going. <laughs> Uh, adjusting into helping and they're doing you know they're doing a wonderful job because that's you know um, I ran into my you know chiropractor our chiropractor at the beach right before I left and he's like oh Sandy are you and Alex going to Bali I said you were actually leaving on Wednesday and he said oh I want to go there one day he said my my guru and he named the guru and I can't reply respond to it and he said that once you touch down in Bali, there's really no meditation practice that you need to continue every day because you're automatic with each step in automatic meditation. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree with that. Bali is, is just a place where things naturally... Um, bubble up. Bubble up, <laughs> absolutely. And you have a choice whether to try to pu- push it down, but but you can't here. Mm-hmm. It's cleansing. It's cleansing and it's um, it's healing, and which kind of brings me to our next, you know, our our house story. You know, we're talking about unpacking and letting go and um, using, you know, this sun Uranus change to shed the stuff we don't need and really go for what we want. And here in the Our House story, it's all about our our travels yesterday to Turta and Pool. And um, here in Bali, Turta and Pool means holy spring, um, holy water. And um, there's there's this beautiful story of this um, this god who was mad at the king because the king was not letting people, um, you know, have a right to their religious freedom. And so this god throws down a steel weapon and it pierces the ground. And from that, the the water, the holy spring starts bubbling up from the ground. And so, I mean, I just think that that is just a, a huge, like, similar imagery to this sun ingressing into Taurus, that earth, that Mercury into Aries, that like steel, um, strong, almost like hole punching <laughs> um, visual. Yeah. And, um, and that Venus in Aries as well. So, so here we, we all traveled to this Holy Spring and on the way there, we were, we were instructing everyone, you know, what are you going to be letting go? What are you shedding? What do you need to leave in the waters? It's a purification ceremony, really. Yeah. And um, and so it was. There is there is this kind of like traditional process that you go to with the fountains, and um, you have to wear a sarong and right. a sash. You have right. to dress properly. You have to cover your shoulder. Um, you have to ha- have your hair tied up. It's specific in nature. Um, and you get into this cold spring with a lot of other people. The rocks on the... Not only people, but fish as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean carp. Yeah, like they're koi fish. They're kois. Yeah. But, you know, some of the women, I mean, some of these were like three feet long. They were like, oh. Oh, yeah, they were big. <laughs> um, but you go to this fresh spring and there's three pools. And, and when we say pools, we mean like holes in the ground. And but they're, they they kind of they resemble pools and and from from one of the tall edges of the pool there are these these very you know kind of ferocious um, fountains that come out and within the fountain 
it's it's sad. I mean, I, I don't see it, but it's said that um, the holy leaders that were creating and building this this kind of like um, spring and fountain from where from the God it, it, pierced the ground yeah, into the holy at spring at that exact spot, right at the same exact spot. And so for them to then help cultivate, you know, people being able to wash their faces and wash their heads, um, they they hammered into these very flat pieces of metal all of these prayers and each fountain has a different prayer on these metal sheets and what they did with the metal sheets is they rolled them up and that was the piping that they used to help you know guide the water out of these small little fountains <clears throat> so the water passes each one of these words and prayers absolutely constantly and there's something and there's something about when you're when you're approaching the fountain and you're in this like you know high water, waist up to, water yeah, up to your waist and you're approaching it and you have your hands in prayer position and you have them on the top of your head and you're asking permission you're asking permission for cleansing for healing for shedding for finally letting go of baggage that we've had for so long or thought processes that no longer serve us but each of the fountains is different um, and so in the first pool it's all about um, like kind of the metaphysical and then f- when you jump into the second pool there's sec- there's two fountains in those fountains there is the our past karma as well as our future and on the th- in the third pool is the seven fountains of the seven chakras so that's more about our physical body and um, that's the healing pool. the healing pool so yeah. those physical healings there's certain ones you don't go to that are only meant for funeral right um, they only use that water and we'll you'll see that at the cremation they'll they have this big clear bowl that they'll pour over the body right before they burn the body, wow. and that's the that's the um, that's the water from the two fountains of the that we're not permitted to go because right. we are in we're on the plane we're alive. And yeah. so and so an, another part of this you know wonderful story and this wonderful journey that we took the attendees to was after the after the cleansing we then dry off we get new sarongs on and we travel you know a short little walk into another part of the temple and this is where we we perform you know traditional prayers and we have a high priest who leads us in prayer private blessing a private blessing we bring our offerings we um we we basically you know give give our thanks give our gratitude um and you know, it's 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 such a really like interesting part of it all too, because you know, just from knowing some locals, we're able to go here because majority there's you know kind of this like red velvet. It's not really red velvet, but it's no. like a, a barricade that. Um, people are not allowed back here. And so we were able to bring all of our retreaters Mm -hmm. back to experience this. And right after we're done with our prayers and we're all saying om. Right, and we have have the little tray with the offerings that Made prepared in it. There's flowers in there. There's incense. Little pieces of, there's incense. There's There's a a coin. coin. There's different flowers. And we follow the the priest as he's ringing the bell and we have to hold it up then they come 
over with the with the holy water. Put your right hand over your left. Um, sip that he we give sip three times, mm -hmm. and then he gives us rice to put on our third chakra, and then if we want onto our throat chakra, and then we wear rice all day, and we've got flowers behind our ears. Yes, all from and it just shows, and we see that all around Bali that when you see that on on the 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 natives here that we know that they've been that they've done their meditation and their prayer for the morning. Right. So it's just like this beautiful and they stay in literally they stay in prayer all day because they've they they wear it so to speak, right? right? And so, so and so after we we were done with uh, this ceremony, we well the sky pretty much opened up. Oh my and, god! And I later talked to Ibu Made yeah. about that, and she goes, "That was very, um, that was a very good happening. Mm. That that the that the clouds, that the sky, um, waited for us to finish our." <laughs> our blessing. Our blessing. And seriously, it started. We started getting a few drops as we're standing up because we have to sit down or kneel down. Um, we started walking because we had many. We had like 15 different Balinese fruits and little right. cake, little like these little rice cake things that. Mm -hmm. And we, uh, durian was one. <laughs> jackfruit, dragon fruit. Uh, white mango. White mango. That's, I've never had it before. I never it heard of it. Absolutely before. It's delicious. It's in season here. Mango is not, but white mango is. And mango steam. Your favorite mango steam. Yep. Um, so we took that dragon fruit. The whole it started completely pouring. So we ran over to um, an, a big underpass. Underpass. Yeah. And well, that's, a temple. It was like an underpass temple. Right. And. Um, and that's where we had our fruit exploration. And so we were cutting up all these different types of fruit and everyone was, and there were even people trying to, thinking <laughs> that, that we were a part of, you know, this like big tour of the temple. They were like, how much, how much for a piece of fruit? And we're like, oh, sorry, we're. They're like, we want to do the fruit tasting too. And we were like, oh, sorry, this is just for our retreaters. <laughs> we eat, all the girls also did try to put the, the, the leveler on their head, like the donut thing on their head and then carry the big basket of fruit and they're like, and whoa, this, this basket whoa. must have been at least 30 pounds. I mean, 20 and to 30 Ibu pounds. Ibu Made is about this beautiful, beautiful, thin um, woman who helps us dress properly in tradition, traditional clothes and um, prepares our our offering. So she's carrying it, no problem, moving around, walking up and down stairs. It was beautiful. No hands. Yeah, so we had some attendees try and put that on their heads. And I know Lauren was, was like, oh, I think I got it. Oh, no, don't let go. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, and then we yeah. went out to yeah. a beautiful lunch in the rice paddies and came back home and relaxed. It's something that we have to do every... Hi, do you have... Hey, Danielle, do you have a comment? We're doing our podcast. We're recording our podcast right now. Do you have a comment about Turta and Pool? We just got done explaining to our peeps. Super spiritually overwhelming. <laughs> in a good way. It was... It was incredible. Yeah. Very yeah. incredible. Yeah. So that's what, and we do this on the first full day to purify. Um, let's talk quickly about the the um, presidential election that's going on today in oh, Bali, yeah. and in the entire Indonesia. Yeah. There are 19 million voters voting today, and the majority of them, well, a third of them are no, millennials. No, 190 million. 190 million. Yeah. What did I say? You said 19. Oh, 190 million, and a third of them are the millennials that have never voted before. 
And so, so this, this is a presidential election of their, their, you know, previous president who's up for re-election as well as a, a new one who has been the vice president. And so it's just, it's so interesting too, the way that this, you know, dichotomy is coming up in, here in Indonesia. Um, every, a lot of people, especially here in Bali, love this this president current, that's yeah. this current president that's up for re-election and the president that's coming you know in and com competing with this is um, he's much more military oriented he um, he kind of leads with an iron fist and um, his slogan is make Indonesia or make Bali great again <laughs> come on and, you can't make this up so it's just been so interesting and so intriguing to learn a little bit more about this election that's going to be happening today. And, and you know, I asked Coman how they vote. You know, I'm sure it wasn't electronically. Like the ballots. Right? The ballots. And they go into a voting location and they're given a piece of paper and a stick and they put a hole through the paper in the area of who they want to vote for. I think that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that, I mean, I think American ballots have done that before as well, um, except now all of ours are electronic. And then they, they sit and they count them in, you know, each of the, the regions and the, and the banyards, the communities. So anyway, that's all we got. It's time for, for lunch here in Bali, or breakfast in Bali, and yes. then we have our workshop. Yep. So we will come back to you next week and we'll bring some of our retreaters and talk to you more about our Bali retreat. So until then, of course, write us a review. Keep in touch with us. Um, we do have some retreats coming up um, that we would love for you to join. Um, one is going to be in Lake Tahoe. We have in September. We have some plans. For just a quick weekend. It's a three-day weekend. Uh, we also are, will be booking our Bali retreat 2020 before we leave here. Yes. So we'll have the dates for that. Yes. And if everybody who says they're coming... We would already be full. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So definitely, <laughs> so we'll yeah. definitely get your name on that list um, since I will be sending out those emails. So I I bid you adieu, and we will see you. Om Swasti Wasu. Bye-bye.